Yow. 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 And rest. Feeling somewhat different this morning. Feeling somewhat different this morning. Well, no shit, Sherlock. Why do people even say that? I don't know. Do people even say that? I definitely know. The reason I feel different is a number of different reasons. Some are more cataclysmically negative than the others. One of the self-imposed du jours. I do not know why I use du jour, but I just like it. I don't even know what du jour means. It probably means day. I was bad at French. Uh, It strikes me... And it strikes me harder than usual because yesterday I heard it and hence that's why I'm thinking it now. That if you are dyslexic, which I am, and my son is, then trying to learn a language a la French, there's a bit of French for you, um, while also trying to learn the language of the language that you actually use, that you find difficult to actually use, English, isn't exactly the best idea, which is what I spoke to the teachers about yesterday. Now... Ooh, another reason I feel different, by the way, uh, is that I've got headphones on. Now, that in itself is not different because I often wear headphones to listen to music. But what I don't always do is, what I don't always do is put headphones on. That means I can't actually hear my voice. Now, the reason I've put headphones on so I can't actually hear my voice, although I can hear it in a somewhat more distant way, is not dissimilar to something that I do not know if others do, but I always do. When I go to public toilets and I sit down, you know, to unleash the Dagobah, and there's a cubicle next to me, and you're in those toilets that unfortunately don't have a top or a bottom. You know, there's nothing better, is there? Admit it. Come on. I'm admitting it. I do admit it. I love going to the toilet. You're sitting down. You open the door. You, you need the toilet real bad. You need to unleash the Dagobah. And you get into the toilet. You look up. You look down. Oh, my God. It's a fixed room. It's like a, um, it's like a prison, an isolation chamber. And that's what you want. You want to be isolated. And when you can't be isolated, and you've got a bottom and top above that's exposed, and you can hear somebody sitting next to you, one thing I often do, and I don't know why I do it, except I do it, is that if I put my hands over my ears, it doesn't matter if there's any noise created from one soir. Because I can't hear myself making the very noise that is made. So the noise itself is being made. I know that. You've got to appreciate it probably is, although my ears are so heavily pushed together by my hands. They're sandwiched. It's like my brain is the ham between, between the double piece of gammon that is my hands because hams are more meaty. I was going to say metallic, but that wouldn't be right. Than bread. The properties of bread are somewhat different. Now, wait there. Oh, do you know what I've done? And it is a drug. Caffeine is a drug. I took down a lovely filtered version of my brake fluid coffee about five minutes ago and it wasn't quite boiled which is good i don't like it too hot but i've got a feeling that if it doesn't go to quite boiled then the chances are the caffeine will not exteriorize and i won't get that same rush so no quicker except it's exactly as quick as i had finished the coffee i made another one hotter smaller amount not of coffee my ad of water more espresso style and i thought that is going to be the coffee that i'm going to actually expose myself to live on this morning's blog oh yeah you betcha so yeah the uh the analogy i used there which was a metaphor or was just an explanation of why i have to put my hands i don't always do it but most of the time i don't have the confidence just to unleash it's funny because when i sometimes sit down i listen to the person next to me or the other side because sometimes you're doubly exposed there's person on the left and the right and you hear them both doubly unleashing and you think wait a sec they don't have the same issues as me however and it's worth noting 
There's no way of correlating whether or not they are themselves not doing exactly what I do, i.e. putting your hands on your ears so you can't hear yourself. I just don't like it. Anyway, so the same concept is what I'm doing right now because I am exposed somewhat down here in the doom of Dagobah, i.e. my JFDI dungeon, because... Um, I'm kind of at the end of it, I've realised there's a cold chamber that leads up to the pavement and the pavement itself leads up to humans and there's more people moving around in the day than there is at night and hence people can probably hear what I'm talking about and I somewhat think that some people might think what the hell is that loon talking about? Now, they're not going to think that because actually, A, they walk around past so quickly uh, and B, uh, they, I mean, no one gives a shit about me and I think that's the crazy thing. I've only started to realise that recently and I don't mean that on a literal sense. I mean that in an egotistical sense. I found myself being recently exposing myself to realising that actually no one does not care about me, but they do care about me, but I'm not any more important than them. And sometimes I think in the past, I think to myself, I'm sitting in meetings and maybe I'm thinking that actually the point of the meeting is me rather than anything else. But actually it's not. It's absolutely not. We're all equal. In fact, giving to others is much more powerful than receiving um, to your own brain the feeling of of happiness that people are loving you and you feel like, I don't know what I mean talking about there so maybe I should have a break oh second gear baby so I've now established you know the fact that I've got headphones on which means I can't really hear myself I can just about hear myself but I can't hear myself hearing that there are other people out there. It doesn't even matter if there's people around me hearing me because I can't hear that. I've, I've, I've channeled off. I've got my head. I've essentially got my hands on my ears and I'm unleashing the Dagobah via the verbal form. Now, the other reason that today is a more complex morning and, a, and somewhat negative morning that I'm trying to understand how I can get out of the negative feeling. And I want to help me and thus maybe help you um, get out of any mood you might be in that might not be as uh, positive as it might once have been. I woke up this morning feeling good. I got up, went downstairs, knowing the F45 was about to blow, and I could not wait for that. I was going to feel good because when I feel good, I feel like I look good. And when I look good, I feel like I feel good. And I feel good, I feel good. And then my back, the muscle in my back, which I looked up and I worked out the name of it, but now I've forgotten it, pulled and I dropped to the ground and I was in the ground on the ground, I might as well be in the ground because I was on it, but I felt like I was dropped, I couldn't breathe, and I pulled some muscle temporarily, and I've got some back harness on that's boiling water in it, that hopefully it won't break and pour down my spine. <sighs> not good. No, it's not good at all. So I couldn't go to F45. And there we go, you've got to reframe your mind because it's very easy to start doubting the very existence of life and the point of life the minute the thing that you thought you were going to do is no longer happening. But I'm not going to go in, well I am in that mood so I'm not going to lie to you that I'm not in that mood, I'm absolutely in the mood of, of absolute disappointment. I'm feeling pissed off, I feel like I don't want to do anything, I'm feeling like I am feeling like I can move quite happily into uh, sort of the, the lower regions of feeling really miserable and annoyed with myself and thus the issue lies there. I am then going to spread that bad mood across others. And I don't want that because weekends are about time with the family, aren't they? So I've got to re-engineer my positive thinking. And actually, I realised to myself, while the nice thing about being in the negative space is you can start to feel about the negativity and the pointlessness of everything. And the pointlessness of everything is, in many ways, a quite a nice place to be in because I suddenly thought to myself, wait a sec, it doesn't really matter how much money I get one day. It doesn't really matter 
how fit I get. It doesn't really matter if I buy a house. It doesn't really matter if I got it. It doesn't, nothing really matters because actually there's no, it's a perpetual ongoing journey. Life is the journey. We know that. What is life versus the life is a journey? It's a lot easier to understand that, the, you know, life is a journey part. And the only reason I say that is because I just read a book. Well, I didn't. I've read six pages of book. It took me an hour to read six pages, the first six pages of the happiness book that I talked about attempting to read the other day. And it's, it's so hard to understand. But, I mean, I literally don't understand anything, anything. And that then made me think, wait a sec. There were people that used to live on this world that didn't have any of the sort of con- conceptions that have been put into my head by my forefathers. And they seem to have done pretty all right, other than the fact that they're obviously not around anymore. So maybe I don't need to worry about anything. And actually, I don't need to worry about anything. And, and one good positive thing is the back is starting to feel a little bit better, although definitely not better at all to actually do any sort of exercise. And, you know, it's crazy. As soon as the doubt kicks in, you're not going to F45 today, Mills. You're getting fat, mate. What? Yeah, you're getting fat. You're getting fat. Fatty, fatty. What? Yeah. No. <laughs> but that's what you start. That is crazy, isn't it? How the mind does start to do that. So I take my top off just now before I come down here. I- is there a sign of, like, I'm getting a bit stronger and bigger? That's what I'm trying to do right now. Oh, shit, maybe I need to hack there. Crazy how like the visual, how visual can play into your mind as well. It's kind of super bizarre. It's like I can feel more confident if I feel more connected to my body, and my body feels like it's progressing the right way. But and you know the fact of the matter, twenty-one days, pretty much assuming today's the twenty-first, which I have no idea if it is because I can't. I've got a watch that has a clock face, but doesn't have the, hasn't got the data. So it probably isn't twenty-first. But it's about twenty days of non-stop exercise. But the one hour that I cannot go to exercise, the immediate doubt creeps in that there's been any progression. That's not true. Yesterday, that was a breathing technique. I, I'm still yet to get into the concept of knowing that meditation and breathing practices is going to make me feel better. That's something I'll get looked forward to. By the way, I've been taking Ashwagandha, something like that. I can't remember that name. It was on my Instagram the other day, but it's basically Ashwagandha, something like that. Anyway, take two of these pills a day and they're meant to do all sorts of things. The crazy thing, which is I don't really understand, because loads of people have told me they definitely work and they're worth taking. So, you know, I've thought, fuck it, I'm going to start taking these things as well. I like feeling good. If this thing's going to give me some sort of more um, more sort of complete fulfillment and more f- complete uh, sort of high, even though it's not a high-taking drug, then that's cool. I'll take it. I'm game for that. But they say, yeah, it takes about four to six weeks to kick in. It's like, well wait a sec, how am I going to know that the things that I'm taking every day are actually making me kick in? It's not going to work, is it? Well, it might work, but how do I know it's the things that work? Or maybe it's even the placebo effects of making it work. But I don't know, but I'm much more about take a pill, instant high, i.e. a la the coffee. Damn, brake fluid is good. Woo! Makes me feel high. But anyway, so I started taking those things as well. So I've, you know, I stopped the CBD because I got bored of that. And I started taking, oh, I might, actually I lost it. I couldn't find it. I bought loads, I gave loads away. Spent a lot of money. It's bloody expensive. I thought, fuck that, it's too expensive. It's rip off. It's, it's, they are basically ripping us off. As we definitely move towards a legalization of marijuana and weed, this is definitely a stepping stone to that. But in the meantime, we're getting ripped off because they shouldn't be that expensive. Anyway, so I found these 
because I went onto my Mills Beef, which I'm not really using anymore, my Instagram account. I, it was too difficult to keep up two Instagram accounts. And life is less about Instagram anymore. Although, ironically, last night it was all about Instagram, which I'll come to in a minute. No doubt I'll forget it. And I thought to myself, I luckily I went in there and there was a message from somebody who said, Mills, have you tried Ashwang Hand Handel or whatever it's called? And I said, no. And he gave me the link. And he said, these are the top 12 reasons why you should take it. And of course, if you read it on the internet, you know, and you're me, you can believe what you read. And I choose to believe what I read. You can choose not to believe what you read. Or you can say, fuck it. I'm just going to do it. So I ordered it. The beauty of Amazon, as we know, he comes straight away the next day. Bang, I started popping them. And then I know, I proposed the fact that to other people, I'm taking it. And other people start ordering them as well. And then my brother-in-law ordered them. So we're all taking them. So hopefully, we're all going to feel really good in six weeks. Who knows? We'll find out in six weeks. Six weeks is a long way. But fun enough, that is actually going to go perfectly aligned with the eight-week challenge, which I started two weeks ago, of which I'm actually starting on February the 4th, because that's when F45 starts, but in terms of the eight-week challenge. But, you know, I there's a it doesn't really, the actual amount of time my eight weeks 12 weeks 10 weeks doesn't matter i'm not bothered about that i still can't hear myself by the way so i don't know if what my voice sounds like is actually good and i think it's quite good to change it i almost should close my eyes when i do um when i do my yoga you know i love it when they say close your eyes and as soon as you close your eyes you actually basically fall over it's weird isn't it? how much aligned the eyes are to the sort of sensory the ability to balance oneself so let me tell you a little story that's about as most boring as I could mostly get. God, I hate it when senses don't flow like wine. It's nice when you listen back to your own voice and you realise, my gosh, that says the right thing. And sometimes when I listen back and I'm listening to myself, I like to play a game where I think, can I actually guess what I'm about to say next? Because essentially, I am saying exactly what I am saying. Because I didn't really, because I wasn't thinking, I wasn't practicing. I never practiced. I just let it free flow. The chances are, what will happen is I'll flow out the same word from my head as I listen to myself, as when I actually record myself. Because I'm not thinking any harder the second time round. Uh, of course, you could ask, argue that in hearing your voice the time when you recorded it, that would put some sort of seed into your head that would allow you to to more likely get the word right. And I always get it wrong. But sometimes when I, I throw the word that I should have used in, i.e. practice does make perfect, I get annoyed when the voice that I hear from listening to myself back doesn't play the, vo- the, the word, it plays the voice, the word back that I should have placed because I want it to sound good because in some ways this is a... This is my surmising. This is my music. This is my this is my art. God, that sounds wanky, doesn't it? But it is in many ways, and I'm allowed to say that. And actually, I am allowed to say that. Now, talking about art, yesterday, after experimenting, as you know, um, funny enough, I could actually be yesterday, today, because I am sitting exactly the same place as I last have a proper solid memory about life, which was me sitting down in my happy place in my dungeon doing recording to you. Happy place. And when I came off the back of this uh, yesterday, so I'm back in time now, although I'm actually now in time, and uh, funny enough, I'm in the future because you're listening to me after I've done this. It's like I'm in multi-parallel, I'm in parallel time frames here. I'm in the past, which I'm telling the story. I'm in the now, which when you listen to it is the future. Crazy. Um, and I spoke to Gracie and I said, Grizz, that song that I've got on that we talked, I talked about that you recorded yesterday, just the chorus, do you have any more? She goes, yeah, I've got the entire song. So we went upstairs and I said, can I record you? Can I film you? Can I put... Can I just... And do you know what? Something happened to me in a sort of fatherly way, uh, maternal way. Can I be a fa- maternal? For some reason, I, I signed maternal to motherhood. I don't know if that's right or wrong. But anyway, 
I had the maternal feeling. Anyway, so I'm up there and I'm recording and I sort of explain to Gracie, don't just get forget that I'm in here. And she's very good actually at forgetting that I'm there. I don't think I could, I would be as good at doing something if there was someone in the room. Anyway, I'm in the room recording her. And as she's singing, but this is, bear in mind, this is other than the chorus, I'd never heard the words that she'd written for the verse. I don't actually know even how you actually conscript uh, uh, the pieces of a jigsaw of music together to make an actual song. So she wants, she's very adamant, she tells me, that she doesn't just want to sing it. She wants to sing it and play it on, on, on the keyboard. So we go upstairs. Now, the output of what I'm telling you, by the way, is on my Instagram. And um, granted, she's my daughter, so I'm obviously going to love it more than you would love watching some other person's kid. And in many ways, you might feel repulsed by the idea that someone's put up an Instagram of their kid. But playing music and saying that it's good. But I actually genuinely thought it was brilliant. And I had the first ever genuine feeling of being touched by something and being so proud of something that wasn't actually mine and I was like oh my gosh she's got what I wish I had and that split second I wanted to stop recording and just tell her but I actually held on to it and I said at the end do you know how proud I was for hearing what you just did you've written something you've you've put a point of view out into the world and you're not just singing somebody else's song. You wrote that song. And for some reason, and then you came up with those lyrics. And you're only 10 years old. And you managed to perform them in front of your dad. And I was so proud. That feeling of being proud was a stronger feeling, I think, than many things I felt. From the last time I genuinely felt that, and I didn't really know how to compute it last time, was when we won the Apple Design Award, which is for the Monument Valley, where it was just something that I'd been spending many years trying to get towards. And when we got it, I just remember looking at the team and just thinking, wow. And really, they were celebrating crazy. And I was kind of more, I felt quite sedate. I was in like a dream world of like, wow, we've actually achieved it. And hadn't felt that again since then. Although ironically, we won even bigger awards after that. But that first time, you don't forget that first time anyway. You don't forget the first time, but actually when you feel the first, the power of the first time, but stronger the second time, in theory, it's the first time you've ever felt a stronger feeling than the first time. And last night I felt that. And I keep listening back to the song. And I'm, this morning, I felt like I, I felt like for the first time ever, I felt like a parent who wants the best for their child. But actually, I want to understand how I can be a parent that actually does push their kid to do something. Because I'm trying to explain to Gracie right now, and I know she's only a kid, but I genuinely do feel that she has something special there. And I want to try to make her understand that actually, in order to, to get the most out of it, you have to go down it more. Now, Lisa's point, my wife, is that you don't need to push them too much. And in fact, you shouldn't overpower them with with too much pride because you need, you know, she's come of that of her own abolition. In fact, I actually think we both believe, we had a chat about this morning, the do lectures, when she went to the do lectures, the four days we took to the do lectures, it was the first time, I think, in her life where she was surrounded by so many people who were so openly able to share their their creative endeavours without fear of, of, of people without fear of people, you know, saying bad things about them. And um, she started writing then, and apparently that's what she told me, that's when she started writing down in her book these lyrics for the words, for, for the music. But for the first, like, it's weird, it's like, as I've kind of felt like I've lost a bit of my, myself in this world, whereby I don't have the same drive as I used to have, I don't, I don't have this, I have a diff, I've sort of decompartmentalised, like, I had a time in my life that, 
that was me that I don't really want to go back to anymore. And I think this is why I'm struggling with business right now is that I did what I wanted to do and now I want to, I feel proud of it, but I, I haven't, as much as I try to just get restart my engine again, it's just not working. And that's why this blog has become something and getting inspired by and following my dreams and my passions, my new dreams and passions are not the ones that were my old dreams and passions. And yesterday, actually, funny enough, what I didn't say yesterday, because I started at the beginning of the blog, I started talking about I had a new premonition. The, a premonition I had, it was just like, it hit me hard and it's actually quite inane. In fact, it's stupid. But the inane feeling was like, I feel like I want to be in a meadow with a horse naked, I don't like horses. Driving that horse naked is being free. And I think what that was, it was like that was a message from something from myself to me to say, follow that dream. Now, the dream isn't actually to ride the horse naked. It's the metaphor for being yourself and free. And I think by letting go of perhaps, I don't actually know this, but now in talking through, and that's the beauty of talking, isn't it, by the way? I'm starting to think that maybe letting go of my own aspirations and actually turning it somewhat slightly and spotlighting it on somebody, on Gracie, and helping her. Not in this kind of like, I'm a totally clueless person who just desperately wants their child to, to succeed. And it's not like, I didn't succeed, so I want to succeed through her succeeding. It's that, well, it's actually exactly that in many ways, because I want, and I told this yesterday, Gracie, I would love nothing more. And I know this because I've been in other situations where I've seen other singers, singers do this close up when we've had a few people and someone's singing and their voice, and it's usually female, is so beautiful. I just want to hear it. I just want to sit there listening. I said, Gracie, imagine if I'm one day in a room with you and you're singing to a number of us and you've written those songs and you're not, you're actually intensely involved in singing them like you want to be in that moment so badly i will be looking at you and i i just i just it'll just blow my mind it will blow my mind so now i'm trying to work out like how do i help that now and then i think to myself mills you're already on that path because tonight we're going to badass women to watch a you know a radio show being produced so that we can be both of us be inspired together and you know like her energy grace's energy I just need to steer. I, don't, I just need to bat a little bit here and there. Like this morning, she was lying next to me, actually, and I was trying to read this happiness book and getting absolutely nowhere because it was just blowing my mind how complicated it was. And, and I thought to myself, I could see her just sitting next to me, like going through five-minute craft Instagram videos. And I'm like, Gracie, you shouldn't be listening. It's just inane. That stuff is designed to keep you hooked in. And she gets annoyed with me. But I, I, I decided to keep going. And I said, no, Gracie, I don't think you should be doing that. Because I think you could be watching, if you had to watch a screen right now, why don't you watch like a video about how like Birdie, for example, got into singing. And I just try to click your brain a little bit into it. She got really annoyed with me. She got quite emotional with me. Like she, Now, obviously, she needs her time just to let go sometimes. Ironically, it was called Let Him Go, that song yesterday. Um, Anyway, I'm, I'm, my head is jigsawed up, but in talking through this, it's just like, I just, I don't know, God, crikey, I don't know what's going on anymore. I really don't know what's going on in my own mind. Uh, I do know that I'm extremely hot, and that's because I'm A, these, funny enough, when you wear headphones, and these are Beats ones that have got like a sort of rubbery ear, so they're so hot that weirdly, my, as a consequence of my ears being hot, my entire body's been hot. Too hot to trap. Yeah, so am I getting, oh gosh, you know, that self-doubt's kicking in. Oh, Mills, the, don't self-doubt, just self-push. Like, imagine that. Like, I've only started pressing the pause and unpause button. And I was so, that pause and unpause button, which again could be a metaphor for 
being scared of trying things you haven't tried before. I've never pressed that button. I've been aware of what happens if you do press it, but I've been so scared that if I press it, it will crash the program and stop the recording that I've never pressed it. 270, what, that 281 plugs it took me, in order, and plus I did a load of other, so it's 320 plugs before I dare to press the button, which is the only button that is on the interface that I can see as I hold this in my hand. What a scaredy cat. You gotta learn from those lessons, boy. You know, in that feeling you get when you're super excited about, about a song, uh, I usually have that about Westlife. I've started getting into country, country music right now because it's really deep and I love deep music. But I'm desperate to go back and listen to Gracie singing. How good is it to be desperate to listen to your own daughter singing a love song, which is as powerful as anything I've got from when I listen to the professionals? Gosh, I need to get Gracie. I am, you know, when I think about what excited me so much about us too, it was just creating a platform that allowed good people to be around other good people and they would self perpetuate um, imagination and uh, inspiration to one another. And I would just be nothing but the moistener. Now I think to myself, if I can get Gracie, just like I'm doing tonight with Badass Women, to meet some impressive women and impressive men and impressive writers and impressive musicians, it doesn't really matter as long as she can be impressed by them and get some pointers so that she comes back and when I find her in a room, she's not doing, she's actually writing like stuff down. Like, oh my gosh. I'm so desperate at her. I've been trying to explain to her and Gracie, I do not want you two to fall down a route of getting a job. That you, getting a job. I don't want you to have a job because I want you to love what you do. And this is what me and Sinks always did when we started us two. Us two was never a job. It turned into a job for many years. And the last few years for me has been a job because it has been a job to get my head into gear as it got so big and so complex. And hence why, naturally, it's the right time for me to kind of not be involved in the same capacity as a ward. And I'm very proud for getting out of that. But I said to Gracie, don't, and Louis said to me as well, I don't want a job like that. He wants to have a workshop. And I started to explain to him, Louis, when we buy the next house, when I'm, I'm trying to get the money together to buy a house so that we, you can have a workshop room and Gracie can have a, a sound studio. And Lucy, uh, Lucy, who I don't even live with, uh, Lisa, my God, who's Lucy? Um, Lisa, my wife, can have her design studio. And I can just have my sort of like fucking basically isolation chamber where I can throw myself around and go crazy right I'm going to stop because I, I've gotten 25 minutes again and I know the more the longer it goes the less people are going to listen but something's come out of this anyway you know what I'm on I need I feel like I need to tell you and I do feel like I need to tell you so I'm going to tell you that I'm trying to explain to anyone who happens to got this far that doesn't know this well this isn't just the sounds of a surmising madman. This is a genuine real-life situation whereby I'm a family man with two children, a loving wife that I've been with for 20 years, an incredible family, incredibly supportive friends, an incredible business, incredible... But I'm struggling to understand the complexities of, what, of the point of life. But now, as you've just heard, if you didn't just jump straight to now, I'm starting to realise that some of my role now, if not the only part of my role now, which is why I talked about what I loved about us too, about being the moistener for people to be, to be um, pushing one another and inspiring one another, is I just need to inspire my children and my wife and my friends to, to, to play and to press the button earlier than I press the button. And that is why I'm proud of what Gracie's done because she's pressed it at 10 and I pressed it at 40. What a joke. Joker. Legend. Right, see you later. Bye. Bye-zy-bye. 
just a little reminder tonight me and gracie are driving out to badass women and it is badass women hour which is the most ironic thing i've ever heard because it goes from seven to eleven uh, and we're going to go out there she's not going to be on it she might be on it. i don't know what they're going to be we're only going to be watching because they're a professional outfit and we're just going to be there now i can't believe that me and gracie are going to go back she's on the dj she'll be on the spot playing the big sounds we'll have the windows down we'll be driving back through town how fresh is that to be with your daughter and i'm just going to try to talk to her more about what i really i'm just going to take i'm going to take i am got mills this is the problem you have and you've had bad you're in control of anything you want to take her to a music studio do it find a music studio and take her there and let's get her to record let's do something go for it do it inspire do it do it do it do it do it do it i'll be doing it that'd be sure bye